everybody. Welcome to Season 2 of ThinkBox Radio, stories from America's coolest college innovation center. I'm Robert Smith, the host of the podcast, and our producer is Lillian Messner. As you know, we typically come to you live from Sears ThinkBox, the innovation center at Case Western Reserve University. But for our first few shows of the new year, we're taking you to Las Vegas. ThinkBox Radio went to CES 2020, where CWRU again had the largest collegiate presence. Join us as we share some of the energy and innovation it brings the world and case to the Consumer Electronics Show. We're sitting here now with Bingying Fang. She's the co-founder of Antex Technologies, a case alumnus and someone who is going to change the school cafeteria as you know it. Bingying goes by Judy, so I'm going to call her that so I don't keep messing up her name. Judy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. My name is Judy. So tell us about the smart scale that you guys are developing and that you're showing here at CES. Yes. Uh, what we develop is a smart scale. So the smart scale knows what you put on, upon it. So it basically suits on the situation of uh, a scenario of school cafeteria, company cafeteria, and pre-cooked cafeterias like uh, Whole Foods Salad Bar, imagine that. So for these kind of restaurants, you put the food upon it, and then when customers scoop the food, the scale will detect the weight and then calculate the corresponding data for you. For example, the bill of the food, the nutrition like calories, fat, carbs, and everything, every details for you. And then show you on the screen if you're interested, you can check it and adjust by based on your need. And then after you finishing, like pick what you need in the restaurant, you go check out, the restaurant will print you out a detailed nutrition information with the receipt for you. You can keep it for a long-term nutrition track. And that receipt shows more than the cost of the meal. It shows the calories. Calories, It shows the nutritional intake. All kinds of info we don't have now, and I think a lot of people would love to have. Yes, especially for restaurants. You go to restaurants, even though they tell you the nutrition in the entire meal, you, sometimes you, you probably can't finish the meal, first of all. The second of all, they tell you the, the nutrition of the entire meal. You don't really care that much. But once we showing all this data in front of you, as you pick the food, you will think twice, do I really need this much? So you will try to think more and then control yourself and be healthier. So I think we can all see the implications, but I, sh- I should tell the listeners, so Judy has a display here where you go through a mock buffet, you pick a food item, you put it on her scale, it weighs it, but it also gives you the calorie count, the nutritional content. And I think you were telling me you were targeting school cafeterias for this product. Yes, yes. What do you think its impact could be? Uh, let me take uh, one of our partner school cafeterias back in China as an example. Back in that uh, school cafeteria, within one week after we apply these uh, scales into their cafeteria, uh, the waste, food waste has been uh, reduced for about 75% within a week. Why would that be? Because you think twice when you pick up, uh-huh. then they need students will need to pay for every scoop of the food. They won't charge a lot of that, just regular price, but they know they're paying for this scoop. So they think twice. So if they pick in too much, they will just shake it and reduce the amount and then save some money, right? That's why they 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 eat all. They eat all. They just don't throw anything away because they are paying for it. Okay. Second fall is uh, you we used to have more than I think more than 
30 staffs in the entire cafeteria to serve students. But now, uh, in the cafeteria, we only have one staff to look around to assist the students. Uh, the other 20, 29, 29 staffs can just cook and clean up. They don't need to do like anything like before. Because the kids are picking the food yeah, themselves. Yes, they can adjust the amount based on their needs. And so less waste, enhanced nutrition. Yes. That's the aim. And it, it looks like you have a path to get there. So I believe you earned a mechanical engineering degree at Case. Yes. Um, what brought you to Case initially? From China? From China, yes. Uh, at the very beginning, I was wondering, I, I like Iron Man. That's the eventual goal for me. At that moment in high school, oh, I want to be, I, I want to build Iron Man. I want to build a robot like this. That's why I picked ah, mechanical engineer. That's, what, did you see the Iron Man movie or something? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think that's cool. That's my like ultimate goal in that age. So I want to build that. So I learned mechanical engineering. And then as I grow up, I think only technical skill is not just enough for this world. This world is changing too fast. Not like being a tech person is not enough for me. That's why I uh, choose uh, system engineering in Penn so I can access to some of the business knowledges. And then I went to uh, have an internship in a VC, uh, the venture capital. So I knew- That was in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. I knew a lot of friends in startups, in venture capital. So they have like passions, and, and uh, I get interested in this area. And I can see you have a passion and, for this idea. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I found some friends can uh, found this company with me, and uh, that's how we started. We're going to pause for a moment here for a word from our sponsor, the Case Alumni Association. Thinkbox Radio is brought to you by the Case Alumni Association, which represents the engineering, science, and math graduates of Case Western Reserve University. We're the oldest independent alumni association of engineering and applied science graduates in America. Have you heard of us? If not, you've heard of our graduates. Case grads include Nobel Prize winning scientist Paul Lauterbur, the inventor of the MRI, Craig Newmark, the founder of Craigslist, Andrew Witte, the creator of the smartwatch, and Julia Louise Gerberding, the first woman to lead the Center for Disease Control. At Case, we're proud of our spirit of discovery and innovation, which is why we support ThinkBox, the world-class innovation center at the Case School of Engineering. So you had the background in mechanical engineering, mm -hmm. systems engineering, yes, uh, venture capital mm -hmm. with your internship. Yeah. And how did this idea come about? Uh, for this the smart idea, scale. Yeah, this idea original is original started from uh, China. Our founder, uh, Wiki, is our CEO. He was a co-founder of the company back in China of our sister company. He uh, eventually he uh, start sorry <laughs> he started this, this idea to uh, resolve the labor cost in the that school cafeteria, okay. and then they sell this product to school cafeteria. But as things going on, and then Wiki and uh, some of my friends realized this is not just a to be business. This is just more than saving labor costs. This is more about like nutrition, more about like health. Smart eating. Yes, that's why we started this business in America. We started over again in America, focusing more on uh, uh, AI featured food recognition, nutrition analysis. So you saw a bigger market here. Yes, yes. That's why we started in America. People here care about their health. Uh, they they really really they work really hard to write down their nutrition day by day. They really care about the, the, what what they are eating. So I think there is market here. 
That's interesting. You're able to bridge the two cultures like that and see that. Mm -hmm. And did your partner come along with the American idea? Uh, what do you mean by partner? The, the founder? Yes, Is he yes. still with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, uh, he brought this idea to us and then we okay. found, okay, this is a workable, workable idea. So we worked together to uh, polish it, like how we could develop, which way we, we should go, school cafeteria, company cafeteria. Back in China, it's a different situation, different market. We need to repolish it here in America. Okay. Yes. So I know you just uh, launched the company. Do you have any clients? Where does it stand now? Yes, we have two clients. One is a, a, a traditional American buffet located in Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, that would it, seem to be perfect for this. Yeah, yes, yes. They're having trouble with their pricing strategy. Everyone's taking advantage. They, take, they took a lot of seafood from them every time, and they take less rice or cheap things. That's why they can't make a lot of profit. So with our model, they can have a different price for different foods so they make a much better margin for, for their restaurant okay yeah and one other customer is a company cafeteria it's a high-tech startup ah. in San Francisco in Plato actually they have 200 employees okay so they use our system for their lunch their employees keep track of their nutrition as they they scoop the food. okay well, that's a smart company yeah. that cares about its employees. And explain to us the, the artificial intelligence component here. Mm -hmm. Yes. In our fifth generation, we'll add a smart camera upon the, the, the scale. Currently, we don't. Uh, as a camera add-on, we'll start to take picture of every scoop of the food to build the food database. With the food database, we can put this database, use this database into the AI feature. So no, no longer later, the AI can identify the food. What is the food? Once the AI identifies the food, the scale can calculate everything. The computer can calculate everything for you. We no longer need restaurants to input any data inside right now. So the I more mean, in the, future. the more you sell, the more you're going to know about yes, the food you're yes. selling. The, the AI will getting smarter as we sell more food. Excellent. It's amazing. It makes a lot of sense, though. Um, I think this is your first time at CES. Yes. What, are, what are your impressions? Huh? What are your impressions? How is it? Uh, I think it's cool. Very, very, very busy. Your exhibit has been busy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, because we have food. Humans have their gnashing, like, I mean, national attention to the food. They yes. love food. So they come here to see, okay, play with the food. That's why we picked the food area. <laughs> what are you hoping to do here at CES? What are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, first of all, we want more people to learn about this idea. Currently, uh, not everyone uh, care about the nutrition, care about calorie, what they're actually eating. First of all, we need to uh, teach our clients, teach like everyone to learn about what they eat and then to spread this idea, oh, they can actually get access to the nutrition information so easy. So that's that's the first goal. And second goal is to find if any other companies, uh, schools may be interested in this. We yes. can have potential uh, cooperations. Yes. Yes. I like. I told you. I think I told you this. As a parent, I just see so many applications with my kids. I can see telling my 13-year-old, okay, you can go to that buffet line, but you can do this many calories, and I want to see a nutritional count of this at the end. Yes. <laughs> that would be so great if I could just do that instead of making her pick the fruit. Yes, yes, yes. 
So please pursue this idea. <laughs> um, so Judy, you came from afar to go to school, mm -hmm. and um, I want to end with your case experience. How did you like Case, and and how did it help you if it did? I love Case. I went to, uh, I mean, I went to Case and UPenn as a master student, but the feeling is different. Uh, when I uh, when I was back in Case, I feel I was surrounded by love, by attentions from professors, from uh, students around me. We have like close relationship. Everyone works closely, so I can access to professors easily. I can talk with them. I talk with my like personal life, talk with them. Uh, my academic problems, anything. So I really think they gave me an environment to grow, like good environment to grow up. That's great to hear. Yeah. That's great to hear. You remember us when you're a big success, okay? Exactly, exactly. I will donate one million to KSA by success. <laughs> Thank you, Bingying. All right, we're here with Bingying Feng. She's the co-founder of Annex Technologies, inventor of the smart scale. And that concludes another episode of ThinkBox Radio, stories from America's coolest college innovation center and from Las Vegas. I'm Robert Smith, your host. Our producer is Lily Messner. Thanks. And remember, our motto at Case Western Reserve is think beyond the possible. Yeah.